This is the Shooter Pass Podcast. Welcome back, everybody listening once again. This is Chevy, one of your co-hosts here on the Shoot or Pass Podcast. And as always, I want to welcome in my two other lovely co-hosts, Robbie Gabe. Welcome. How are y'all doing? It is super week. Are you feeling super? Yes, we are. No, I feel like I'm fucking drowning. If you were gonna, if you were to look up the word, the phrase, or whatever, scramble brain in the dictionary, it would have a picture of my face smiling. Not not smiling, just looking at you like. Mm. Mm. <laughs> well, that's not. That doesn't sound good. That's not good. You know, I'm feeling yeah. great. You know so, what I mean? Super I'm gonna be week. fucking up player na- names. I'm gonna be fucking up scores. I'm gonna be fucking up teams. I don't want none of y'all to come for me. Everybody listening, don't come for me. Okay, I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, we hope things get better. You know, when when once um Tom can win you number seven, would you feel better about that? No, because he's not winning it for the Patriots. (laughs) He's winning it for the Bucks. (sighs) I just want this game to just happen already. Because yeah. my day job is super busy and like I'm over it. I want to go back to not having as much to do. Yeah, I feel you on that. That's the life. I thrive when I'm doing nothing, oh, and yeah. I want to go back to that. Yeah, I feel. I feel. So you're kind of, kind of like Bradley Beal. You just want to kind of stand around in the corner. <laughs> is that what he's been doing? Uh, I mean, kind of, sorta. Yeah, he. You know, he was. Um... I think I'm more like Luca. Having okay. tantrums and shit, ah, like, visibly that's frustrated. That's a good comparison. Hmm. Okay, Gabe, how how would you describe what like basketball player or athlete would describe like your mood right now? She's uh, Luca. Oh my god, this could be a new segment. We can be like, what yeah. basketball player do you feel like this episode? What's your mood? Basketball she, uh, mood. Hey, I'm I'm, I'm that down. I like that. Okay, nice, Gabe. You got something on top of your head? You uh, feeling like hmm. you feeling like LeBron? You know. Never the Brian, sorry. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I know you're not feeling like Jimmy Butler. You're just getting back. I guess I guess he had COVID, Hell but no. he wants to say. We're going to talk about him later. But no, I'm feeling <laughs> like, I guess, uh, I'll be doing it. I got a love affair with Joel Embiid. Uh, I guess I'm feeling like him. You know? Yeah. That's, oh, that, you know what? That's a good one. I, we're gonna, I, I have a feeling, Gabe, we're going to show a lot of love to Joel Embiid. So oh, if you're a I, fan... I'm, I'm kind of mad at myself for doing that for so many weeks, but I can't stop talking about him. Ooh. You really can. Yeah, uh, that's true. Are you guys rich yet? Like, I'm ready to retire. You know, <laughs> you guys buying kind of AMC stock? Nah, I don't, I don't, I don't in the stock market. That's too risky for me. Too risky, too risky for my blood. But, hey, I'll just throw money on the hopes of some NBA player scoring a bunch of points and rebounds and... That's not risky. Well, that's much better. It's much more controlled. <laughs> but I feel like people are just throwing their stimulus checks at the stock market. What a way to waste your money, you know? Damn. I don't know. I, I mean, not really. It's government funds, so why not? Gabe doesn't know, like, what's going on, I feel like, Robbie. Okay. I well, I I've been following the whole damn story. I don't I don't dip in the stock market. I saw the whole Reddit, the Reddit community all got together to kill a hedge fund, guys. I'm not doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. I'm we good on that. I'm straight. I, like I mean, people were paying their student loans off with that shit. I yeah, like, exactly. Though I'm not into the stock market. I am too. I'm too dumb to do that kind of stuff. I agree. But Audio Man too. does. So, like, I recall going up to Audio Man several times. Like, yo, do we got money in Gabe's? <laughs> and he's like, No, I didn't really get. That. I'm like, What the fuck, man? We could be rich <laughs> right now. Poor Audio Man. <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah, naturally we, like, fought for hours about them. I'm kidding, we didn't, but... That's funny. He's more of a safer guy when he plays the stock market, so uh, he to research all his shit, and, like, ain't nobody yeah. got time for that, so whatever. Yeah. I'm no, not a millionaire, but... He's doing. Yeah. That requires too much brain power. That's something yeah. I don't want, sorry. Uh, he, yeah, I he's on the right track, sound like. Scramble brain over here definitely does not have that. <laughs> yeah. That's all good. Well, well, I'm glad you guys are here, though. You know, we got an NBA season still going on, fortunately. Like, there, I think there's been less cancellations over the last couple of weeks, Robbie. Can you can you give me a break now? I think there's been, like, one postponement in the last, like, week, at least. Debbie, you are just way too optimistic about this. Like, I don't even think you should have an All-Star game. Why are they planning an All-Star game in Atlanta? You think anybody in Atlanta gives a fuck about COVID? Absolutely not. Shout yeah. out to Atlanta. Well, I mean, did they even say they were going to like that? I don't think they let people in, right? It's just, oh, we'll just film film the shit and put it on TV. Yeah, and you really think that all these star players are going to follow protocol in Atlanta? I mean, it could be worse. It could be in Miami. Well. Have you I seen mean, the Southeast videos? Oh, my God. If, if Have you seen the videos of all the clubs in Atlanta and everybody partying in Atlanta? I think Atlanta's I, worse. I feel like they're both yeah. equal because there's so many shootings in the Miami Beach lately. I mean, it's just, it's like the pandemic's not even happening. These are out-of-towners who are coming here and just destroying our beach. I'm like, locals don't go to South Beach. Locals don't go to Bayside. This is all those damn tourists. <laughs> just all those snowbirds. Yeah. It is. Man. You know they're predicting um, north and central, north and also north central Florida, quote unquote, to receive some sort of like snow oh, by the next man. weekend. Yeah, that's not. Nice. What the hell's going out there? It, it's like thirty. <laughs> it's gonna be thirty, like five degrees in the morning here, like overnight. So I'm gonna be freezing my ass off. Mm. And um, how about you, Gabe? You, you know, you're hanging in there. All right, I guess Miami doesn't get that cold. No, nah, yeah, it was, it was. I got up this morning around like I was out the door at like six fifty. Yeah, and it was at 49 on my uh my dash. I was like, okay, nice. But um, yeah, it, it warms up though. How about you out there in Arizona? Has it cooled off? I mean, you know, it was like a very cool 75 today. That's, um, that's good though. That's I will weather. say, I will I know, it's being sarcastic, guys. Hello. Uh I will say <laughs> apparently it snowed in downtown Tucson, which is like about half an hour south yeah. for me. And I see snow on the mountains. So we're getting some. But I'm just really happy. No offense to my friends in the Northeast, but I'm yeah. just so happy. I'm not buried in bless like, you. the snow right now. Yeah, bless Hold you. Your heart. Out there, man. man, bless you. Oof. I saw the cars, you know, stockpiled with snow on top. <laughs> nope, no, sir. No, sir. Mm. Well, um, yeah, beautiful. But listen. It looks like Tampa is where it's at because, you know, the Super Bowl is there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, Chevy's close by, and Fred Van Vliet went the oh. fuck off. Oh, man. Didn't he break Clay's record? <laughs> he earned his money last night. You know, Robbie, the worst headline I saw uh, as a Magic fan last night, undrafted. <laughs> undrafted. It starts off undrafted. That's crazy. Undrafted and soon to be traded to the Pistons. <laughs> I'm just like, man, that's cold. You know, we'll talk about the Magic here in a little bit, though. Uh, but yeah, we got, we got a great show for for everybody today. <laughs> I think we've kind of touched a little bit on what we're going to talk about today, guys. A little <laughs> bit of everything here. Uh, we've got a great, fun segment. Uh, kudos to Rob. You obviously, uh, we have something called the Shooter Pass Bets or SOP Bets. Uh, kind of just give you guys a little tease of something that we may be bullish on or bearish on. Uh, and then we'll get into our NBA All-Star Draft. So, 
we know they're going to announce some players that are going to be all-stars this year. And we said, fuck it. We'll just go ahead and draft a 12-man roster for you guys. And you guys actually let us know at the end of the show here which one of us had the best team. Um, but yeah, guys, you guys excited? By the way here, I wanted to uh, mention, guys, before we get into the shooter pass round here, um, Rob, you know, piggyback off Fred Van Vliet, I think the the Tampa Bay Raptors may be the best team in Florida right now, unfortunately. Uh, Looking at the standings here. Isn't that crazy? You can't argue that. Really? <laughs> can't argue down here really? And, yeah. Really? Okay. okay. And look, hey, look, guys, I'm at the bottom. Give me a break. I agree, with the with I agree with them. They're the best team in Florida. I mean, how can you argue that? They are. I, like, don't even want to watch much. Heat anymore. It's fucking depressing. It's depressing. No, no, no. Calm down, D. They'll be okay. They'll no, be okay. I'm sad. That's all right. That's all right. I'm, I'm right here. We're, we're all together in the same boat when it comes to the NBA. So I'm here with you guys. Shoot or pass. All right. It's time for our shoot or pass round. You guys know the drill here. I will read a statement. If we agree with the statement, we will shoot. If we disagree with the statement, we will pass. So first shoot or pass as the trade deadline approaches. It is clear the Orlando Magic should be the biggest buyers and not sellers on the market. Robbie, let you go first, shoot or pass. I feel like I am not going to do this response as much justice as you will, Chevy, but I'll take a stab yeah. at it. I'm going to go pass. It's unfortunate that the Magic have been pretty, they've been hit pretty hard by the injury bug. You had, you already had Jonathan Isaac out. Evan Fournier was out for a bit. Markel Fultz tore his ACL. And then Aaron Gordon got hurt versus the Raptors? No. Who was it that he got hurt against? Yeah, Do it was against the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I, so he's going to be so, out yeah, for a few weeks, right? It was right? Monday. Or Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but even then, when all these guys are healthy, this team is really nothing more than just like a fringe playoff team. I, I believe we called them remarkably mediocre in our Eastern Conference preview episode. Um, I've always said it's time to scooch the vooch, and I'm standing by that. I think the Magic need to unload these assets that they have that are valuable somewhat and go into a full rebuild. A lot of these guys, particularly vooch, are guys that can contribute to teams that are in contention and deserve a chance to do that because it's not going to happen in Orlando. Sorry, Chevy. Mm. No, it's re- uh, that's reasonable. Uh, you know, that, that was good though. That was very good. I, uh, you know, she took it easy. That was good. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah, she took uh, she took it easy, right? How about you, Gabe? Shoot or pass? I mean, I'm gonna say shoot. They should be the biggest buyers, but they won't be. I mean, they have an inability to build around, I guess, good players on the team. Last time they did that was with well, Dwight Howard. They went to the finals, and then before that was Shaq. Um, Chevy, you know more about the management than we do, but I just don't see them doing much you know, with what they got. Um, hopefully they can do something with it. But like I said, the injuries have hit them hard this year. But then again, a lot of teams have been going down due to injuries and postponements and COVID. So, you know, they're more so the most. But, you know, it's not an excuse for the way management has been with that team over the years. So um, I'm going to see shoot and let Chevy give us his uh, <laughs> lovely, glorious take. All right, I got to say on, on this one, I'm going to echo a lot of what Robbie had to say. I'm actually going to pass as well. Uh, I think as the trade that deadline approaches, and Vucevic is on a very attractive contract too as well. So it is something that he can, you know, go ahead and and get at least 
give value to somebody who needs them, man. I mean, it's, I don't know. We're like the Sacramento Kings of the Eastern Conference right now. Like, we'll draft, you know, get a top lottery pick, draft a player. Either he's just not that great or he gets injured. And then either trade it or, or just, I don't know, a guy like Markel Fultz. What happens? You know, we trade for him and he gets injured. And he, it's just this consist, inconsistency that uh, of a core you can't get together. What I like about what we have right now is Chumo Kiki. We have Cole Anthony. So those guys can hopefully, this is an important time for them, you know, take and learn the game and get the NBA speed. Chumo Kiki is a technical, he's rookie year. He's, he's never played in the NBA. So this is his first grind in the middle of a pandemic of it. Right. Um, and, you know, guys like Michael Carter Williams, little, little veterans here and there. Uh, Alfred Amino, you know, he guys, he, he plays, he plays for us, but hasn't physically been on the floor. Um, guys like Ken Birch, you know, these are guys that we just draft or we get from a D league or we just sign and give them a two way contract. I mean, yeah, it's like, to me. It, it, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just, there's no core. There's no consistency this year. There's the injury bug excuse. So I got to say that, like I, you can, you can pull that to the core. I mean, come on, Aaron Gordon, Mark Elfoots, Evan Fournier, you know, uh, Jonathan Isaac's gone for the season. Um, Okiki's missed time too, guys. So I just feel like, who is that? I never I heard of him. <laughs> you haven't heard of Chuma Okiki. Oh. <laughs> I feel like Robbie could school you Chuma Okiki is because clearly she's been schooled. The like Audio Man is a big Auburn fan. That's right. Like, I would get – if Audio Man heard this right now, Gabe, he yeah. would come mm-hmm. storming in like, Gabriel, I don't even know you. How do you not know about my boy Chuma OKK? I mean, does he play? I don't. I, 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 oh I just God. told you he's a. Fr- no, I know you. I right, know guys, what. You stop. Said. We are losing <laughs> listeners as. Okay, okay, Gabe sorry, sorry, sorry. So sorry, let's sorry. just end it. Let's just end it with this. Scooch the booch. Scooch, Scooch the booch. In all good things, I love you, booch. Bye. Scooch the booch. Booty man. All right, shooter pass. Speaking of the trade deadline, the best landing spot for Bradley Beal is not in Los Angeles. Gabe, shooter pass. Shoot, the LA teams are just fine. Leave them alone. So let me get a little selfish here while I can. Okay, so I did wow. the ESPN trade machine, right? Oh. Okay, actually, actually, wait. Before before I get to that, let's let's address Beal first. If Bill really won out of Washington, he would have made a stink by now. The way every superstar does. Hello, Deshaun Watson, James Harden. If you're under contract for a certain amount of time and it's a big contract, you make a mess of it. And then teams are forced to trade you. <clears throat> but uh, Bill had a couple of, I guess uh, a few days ago, there was a report that he was actually content in Washington. And he felt frustrated because people were trying to force him out of there. So, you know, if he, if he wants to stay in Washington, great. But if he gets traded, I say he goes to the Heat because we definitely could use him. Now, in order to get him, we would have to give up some players. Robbie, don't hate me, but I feel like we can get rid of Tyler Hero. I mean, he had we we can look, and I say that. Because, no, Gabe, look, you know what? I've I've come around to that idea. Okay. Um, Audio Man has not, because Audio Man has watched uh, about like five games total, yeah. and okay. he is like Tyler Hero is the best player ever. So when I <laughs> wow. started bringing up. Oh, honey, Tyler Hero might not be a Heat player for much longer. Hysterics. It's been rough around here lately with the stock market and Tyler Hero. Very tense subjects in this house. True, true. So I had a I had a three-team trade. So, okay, so we would get Bradley Beal, okay? 
the Denver Nuggets would get Hero, Andre Iguodala, and Kelly Olenek. Uh, Washington would get Gary Harris and Will Barton. Obviously, it's a fantasy trade. Those teams would not do that deal. Maybe Denver would because Gary Harris has fallen off a cliff. Will Barton's okay. He's fine. But you get a young prospect in Tyler Hero. Now, if you could trade Tyler Hero, do it because, you know, people know who he is now based on the finals. He had he played over his head. So if you can get, like, a good player in Bradley Bill back for him, do it. That's what Pat Riley does. That's what he's known for. So I say if you do that trade, Miami gets about 13 wins better. Uh, Denver, Washington goes in the tank, but they're already in the tank at minus 13. And uh, Denver doesn't really change much. So that's just my selfish ESPN trade machine uh, theory. Theory. (laughs) (laughs) Robbie, shoot or pass. Yeah, let's give more ammunition to the two best teams in the entire league. No, pass. No one else needs to go to LA. That's enough. Enough, LeBron. Enough, Kawhi. I'm done with the bullshit. Okay, um, and here's the other thing. Bradley Beal has continued to express a desire to stay in D.C. And, you know, as the trade rumors have been going in circles and the Heat have continued to lose games, the idea of Brad in a vice versa jersey has gotten more and more enticing to the point where, like I said, I have accepted that maybe we need to part ways with Tyler Hero to get Bradley Beal. Like, I've accepted it. I'm like, okay, you know what? Fine. I'll give up Tyler Hero for Bradley Beal. Let's do and, it. And look, another team that, that sounds interesting, Gabe, did you mention Denver? Yep. Okay. I think Denver could be another very compelling destination for Bradley Beal. I mean, listen, we've talked about the masterpiece that is the Murray-Jokic two-man game, but can you imagine what the Beal-Jokic two-man game would be like? Oh, That's chef's fantastic. kiss. Chef's kiss. And listen, I would even throw Dallas into the mix if they can make it work. I mean, I'm not the one playing with the trade machine. Gabe is, but he would look good with Luca. And if and even if that means unloading Kristaps Porzingis in exchange at this rate, with the way he's been looking on the court, that might not be such a bad idea. That might not be such a bad trade-off. Man, so you guys sound a little salty if uh, Los Angeles teams get Bradley Beal. They're good, because, man. I mean, the question, I mean, the shooter pass is the best landing spot. The best landing spot for what? For him to win? <laughs> because going to an LA team is the best landing spot for him to win, guys. I mean, what else? <laughs> They're not going to Here we <laughs> go. LeBron's personal defense attorney reporting oh, for duty. <laughs> Just say, like, the best landing spot for him to win a championship would be. Would be in the LA guys. I mean, oh. but I mean, I, I again, you know, as more and more as this Liberty Beal story drags on, I kind of don't care for him to go to LA. I'll be honest with you on that. But what I mean, the best landing spot though, guys, come on, let's be real. The best landing spot would be to become a Laker. Damn. That that team's not gonna lose. They're not gonna lose the championship. Like five, he's, gonna... Cal- he's like every player in the league. Like stop. He's been doing this since the beginning of time. No, it, no. it would be the best. But here's but I think is. You know, I think our next shooter pass round um, here is actually going to explain a little bit more. But you know, you you're right, Gabe. He doesn't. They don't need it. I can agree with that in terms. I mean, come on, Kawhi, Paul George, like Paul George. You've been talking all season. Come on, you, you don't need Bradley Beal. Um, so that's why I, I kind of want to see those two LA teams just go at it truly, like how they're supposed to be the battle of LA, quote unquote, last 
season, but um, that never happened. So, you know, I want to see that first before Bradley Beal gets into the mix. But did you guys see today that Shams and, you know, they're reporting that apparently Bradley Beal doesn't want to move? He's like, no, I want to build and, and win in, in Washington. That's what like, I said. Yeah, This I mean, is ridiculous. He's content in Washington. I'm like, okay, well, that's his desire. Let him stay, you know, but it's not like if he's, else. Like, yeah, with this news that if he's content in Washington, like <laughs> – what 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 happens from like two weeks ago? You guys beat the Nets all of a sudden, and now you want to stay? <laughs> no, I think I, he's always maintained that. I mean, he signed that extension, right? That's true. Well, yeah. Exactly right, and I mean, and I'm cool with that. Like, I'm cool. With, like, if he wants to stay there, he wants to. Like, I'm cool with that, absolutely. But then, what, what's the what's the all these rumors from two weeks ago? Like, why does that leak out? Or if well, it was maybe that wasn't from him. Maybe it was just yeah. I mean, it, it sucks, right? But what's so hard about coming out publicly one day after the game or shoot around? It's like, look, bro, is, is some, and I'm I'm not all into the Wizards media, but if somebody asked him, somebody asked him if he responded, I missed it. We just put it to qualms and say, hey, Lamb, I'm here. I'm here to win a game. I'm here to win games with with, with Rust and the rest of the guys, Scotty Brooks, as, as much as you hate him, Robbie, and you know we'll do the damn thing here. Hate him. I just think he's incompetent. But carry on. <laughs> yeah, but to be next to the Detroit Pistons in the bottom of the Eastern Conference, this team obviously needs to turn this shit around for, for Bradley Beal. But I don't know, man. I, that's the thing is that if okay, if all that's fake, Gabe, it's all fabricated. Mm-hmm. Then we're having this for 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 discussion for no reason, just to basically understand that Bradley Beal's best situation to win a championship is with the Lakers. So I guess we got that. Uh, no, honey. It's in Miami. Okay? Yep, he... Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Well, speaking of, our friends over at ESPN are right. This is LeBron James' MVP trophy to lose this season. Robbie, we'll let you go first. Shoot or pass? So just a little disclaimer here. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I'm going to go pass, but I'm going to very respectfully disagree with Mm -hmm. my colleagues, Bobby Marks and Tim McMahon. And... Is it Tim McMahon or Tick Mc, Tim Mc, I can't fucking say this guy's name right now. McMinion? I don't know. Timmy. Like we're going to call him Timmy, okay? Timmy and Blobby. Timmy and Blobby. I'm going to respectfully disagree with you both because ESPN pays my bills still. I suppose they have a point here. If LeBron really wanted to win this MVP award, he could still present a compelling case if he wanted to turn it on. Blah, blah, fucking blah. I just think that as of now, we're getting much stronger campaigns out of the two big guys dominating the league right now and Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic. And frankly, I think it's time for the big man to shine again. The last time a center won the award was in the 99-2000 season, and that was Shaq. After those two, you got to throw in, you got to consider Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant, maybe throw in a, a, a little bit of Steph Curry and... Listen, I'm still here for for Damian Lillard to be in consideration too. Okay. Yeah, I, facts. No, no, that that's very good. Gabe, shoot or pass? Yeah, I agree. Pass. I mean, let's go over Joel Embiid's numbers. Like I guess I said, like I said, I'm sorry I keep talking about this guy, but he's refocused. So you in love? <laughs> I mean, I am. So okay, so 24 points, 26 points, 11 rebounds, uh, close to 1.5 steals and 1.5 blocks a game. 38% from three, this guy is rejuvenated, and Doc Rivers is his coach. So it's something to be said about what Brett Brown brought to the table coaching these two guys. And for what, if if you look at the games, it seems like him and Ben Simmons are actually getting along. I don't know if Brett Brown had anything to do with the chemistry in the past few seasons with these guys playing with each other, but 
it just always felt like there was some type of tension with Embiid and Simmons. But yeah, I think yeah, he's definitely in it. And so when I asked Steph, Jokic, obviously, like Robbie mentioned, um, Luca, of course, it's a potential five man race for the MVP. Now you know how it works. Um, it's always about the team with the best record. You know, even though it's an individual award, they always tend to award the team, the, the individual player with the best record in the league. But mm-hmm. um, if you want to do the redistribution program and not give it to LeBron, you know, like I said, go to Embiid. You know, go to Luca. If Luca can get his team. You know, and, and I guess at a higher seed, he'd be the youngest MVP to win it at 21. And he's already averaging a, tr- a triple-double right now. So I feel like it's a five-man race and it's not LeBron's to lose. Agreed, agreed. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, those are all good points, guys. I, I feel it the same exact way. Um, so I'm going to pass on this one. And, you know, I was I was thinking through, like, my all-star team and, you know, who would I would draft. And Jokic is, is like, my starting in the front court. And... You think about Nikola Jokic, I was like, yo, holy shit, this guy might be a dark horse for MVP. Like, honestly. So I, I'm glad you guys mentioned him. Both both you mentioned him. So I agree with Jokic. Uh, I've still got Steph Curry up there. Uh, you got you to think about Luka. You got to think about Luka averaging a triple-double. Although the Mavs on a six-game losing streak, unfortunately. But, you got to raise that record. You know, yeah, you know, it's still something that I, I, I would agree. It's about a five-man race right now. Um if we're really looking at how the league has developed over here in this first quarter of game. So yeah, it's definitely a good list there. So I can agree with that one. Um, it, it Gabe, if you had to have like a top, top three right now, would you rank anybody? Not even in rank. Would you put Jokic in your top three? Oh, for sure. It's NB, I feel like right now it's Embiid, Jokic, and LeBron, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, but yeah, it's those, it's those three guys right now. I know Jokic's record is, you know, it's not bad actually, but I feel like obviously yeah. since LeBron's up there and then Embiid's leading the Eastern Conference and you got Jokic is doing almost a triple double himself. I feel like yeah. it's most three right now, then you got Luka right behind him because of record wise, and then Steph's right there as well. So I see like a five man race. For sure. How about you, Robbie? Top three? Jokic. I give I give the edge. I think Joel and Nicola are neck and neck. I give the edge yeah. to Joel and Embiid because the Sixers are playing better. So Joel, Nicola, Jokic, and Kawhi Leonard in third. Fair enough, fair enough. That's what's up. Who you got? LeBron, LeBron, and LeBron. Okay, moving on. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. No, I'm just kidding. Joel Embiid. I, I'm glad. I'm happy for Embiid. Because, you know, I, Gabe and I felt the same way. Like, this guy's too talented not to do what he can do and oh, be really? dominant. So, yeah, I, I mean, for me, I say, you know, LeBron. No order. LeBron, Joel, and Jokic. Um, I mean, I, I want to put Steph Curry up in there, but I just I need to see a little bit more from Steph um, coming out in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. All right, shooter pass the center that will most likely make the 2021 All Star. I'm sorry, the 2021 All NBA first team is Joel Embiid. Gabe, it's only right when I should just speak. I mean, I just said everything I had to say about Joel Embiid. So, <laughs> so shoot, I mean, I'm not going to recite his numbers again, but it, it, he has to make it. Who else in the East? is going to, you know, compete with this guy as on the first NBA team. And who who else is it? Can you name another center? Maybe Drummond? Uh, uh, Turner? I, I don't know. But, yes, yeah, shoot. I'll keep it short. Shoot. Robbie? Well, if we're talking about the 2021 All-NBA first team, Joel does have some competition, and we just talked about him too. So I'm going to go jump ball because, to me, just like in the mm. MVP race, it's a dead heat between Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic. Uh, I guess LeBron might have 
tried his best to fuck it up for Joel with that quote-unquote flagrant one foul in the Sixers-Lakers game uh, a week ago. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, you know I gotta throw it in there. And they beat the best team in the league at that time. And and also, to think about this, the Sixers, technically now we can say the Sixers can win a game without him because they beat the Pacers. Um so that kind of hurts him in this context. But no, look, if both guys maintain this level of productivity and domination, it'll probably come down to how their teams are doing. And as I mentioned before, the Sixers are looking better collectively than the Nuggets are. So we'll have to stay tuned. Um, what I will say is that a guy who doesn't play the fi- doesn't like to play the five should definitely not get it this year. You heard that, Anthony Davis? Mm. <laughs> I was going to say, Gabe, AD's, AD was up there, so there's a little bit of competition. Let me pick it back bit. real quick off of what she said about them beating the Pacers. Um, Adam Lefko, you know, of the TNT crew with Shaq, Candace Parker, and Dwayne Wade, he mentioned that last year's Sixers, right, they were the type of team to be beating you for three quarters and somehow find a way to lose it in the fourth quarter. This year is totally different. You know, they had the big comeback against the Pacers, but, you know, it was losing, I guess, virtually the whole game, and they came back to win it. So I feel like the mentality is a lot different. And we know Doc Rivers is a great regular season coach. I don't want to slight him like that. But, you know, he's won the one title with Boston. But, you know, he, he has a lot to be desired when it comes to playoff time. But I, f- I feel like the mentality is a lot different. The environment's better. Doc's a, he's a player's coach. And I feel like Embiid's just refocused. You know, for this reason, I will – I'll shoot. I'll shoot on it, Gabe. I think this – to me, I think Embiid – the new coach and everything you said about the Sixers earlier on was, is accurate so far. It's just got to continue. I think this, this has to continue. This has to be greater. <sighs> then again, this is just Jokic. So now I'm like, if he averages a triple double, like <laughs> what do you do in that, in that case? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I think you have to kind of like look at the balance. Cause like now if we're talking about MVP race, like, well, what guy's more important, you know, like Jokic is, is just, is, is a playmaker. Plus, I mean, you got Ben Simmons, you know, you got, you got Seth Curry, you know, shake Milton on your team and they're shooting well. <sighs> You know, outside of Ben, of course, mm-hmm. and, and and you know, it's to me, it's going to be a tight race, like Robbie said earlier too. So, I mean, it just all, I I feel like this year, if the Sixers keep where they're at, this finish at number one, and and, and Jokic has a tougher tougher path to get to number one. You got to go through the Clippers, the Lakers. You know, the Jazz are up there now, so they he he has a, a tough you know ball game out there in the Western Conference. But in the Eastern Conference, it's a little bit easier for Joel to finish off top, in my opinion. Um, and then also, you know, if they if they select Giannis, you know, if the voters, you know, it's all a voting thing to me. It's all sometimes they say the popularity contest. And then, by the way, Gabe, you know, this MVP race may remind me of a little bit of like a couple of seasons, maybe about three seasons ago when Westbrook won it off his first triple double. Mm-hmm. And then next year they gave it to James Harden. So yeah. it could always alternate. I think every other season, if, as long as these guys have a similar season. Yeah, maybe Joel wins it this year or gets into the NBA, all, you know, all NBA first team this year. Then next year, Jokic has a similar season. He gets in. They just like, all right, screw it. Yeah. Or the deciding factor is where does your, your team finish? How many wins this season? So to be determined. But I, I like I like what I see from Joel. As far as the MVP goes, they will not. I must say this with certainty. Giannis will not win it again. You know, they have to redistribute that award every year. They can't give it to him three times in a row. You know what I mean? So he's virtually out of the race just by process of being of getting of winning twice already. You know what I mean? So yeah. Well, and he he's get. not he's not blowing everybody's mind this season. I'm sure he's playing well, but but if yeah. he was, they wouldn't give it to him regardless. 
Look, for Giannis to have to win a third consecutive MVP, he would have to be Wilt Chamberlain or Larry Bird. Because based on what I'm seeing here on Google, those are the two guys that, <laughs> thank you, Google, <laughs> are the th- two guys that have won three consecutive MVP awards. So, yeah, I all right, last shooter passer. As it happens every season, this year's biggest all-star snub will be Christian Wood. Robbie, shooter pass. I, I'm i going to reluctantly shoot here because I think it is going to be him, and it's a damn shame. But, I mean, we just talked about Nikola Jokic. He's probably going to be a starter, uh, I would have to assume that Anthony Davis is going to be another starter in the front court. Rudy Gobert will also be in the mix. Zion will get a ton of fan votes. I mean, the West is stacked. And the one bad thing yeah. about this is the all-star rosters because we're likely to get the usual suspects other than these new up-and-coming stars. Um, and... I mean, there's going to be a ton of guards in the West that are going to get snubbed, too. CJ McCollum, mainly because he got hurt. Um, mm-hmm. We may or may not see Devin Booker on the roster. Mike Conley and Jordan Clarkson, mainly because no chance four Jazz players get in. And the two yeah. that will get in before them is Rudy and Donovan Mitchell. De'Aaron Fox is another guy who deserves a bid. He's been playing really well. And if you look on the East, Bam will probably get snubbed because even though he's been playing pretty well, the Heat suck right now. Colin Sexton, who I love, may get snubbed too. I mean, Vooch might get snubbed. Jeremy Grant might get snubbed. A lot of big snubs this year, I think. But the biggest one to me would be Christian Wood just because of what he's done and his story. Mm. True. Gabe shooter pass. Yeah, I disagree. A pass. I feel like he can make. He's going to make the roster now. He's not going to start, but I feel like I feel like he can make it as a bench player. I mean, the only people that are in front of him are Jokic, AD, and I guess Zion based on name. I like Rudy. Rudy Gobert. No, I like Rudy. I like Rudy. And but you know who watches the Jazz? Like, come on, seriously. Um, but no, Christian Wood. He's, he's averaging twenty and ten. You know, he's averaging almost two blocks a game. Now I get it. Houston's not a talked about team because of, you know, no more James Harden, yada, yada, yada. And it's a popularity contest. But I feel like he does have a chance to at least make the roster as a reserve. So I don't think he's stuck. Yeah, but Rudy's averaging 13 and 13. Come on, man. Like, Well, I mean, Wood's mean? 10. I mean, he's better. I mean, who's better? Uh, Wood or Gobert with those numbers? Who's better? Crickets, what? Crickets. I mean. What? what? It's just a, I mean, it's a comparison I just don't care for. It, oh, I mean, I, I would, if, okay, you know what, Gobert, I'll take Gobert if I, if I had to choose. Oh my because God. I would, I w- I'm putting Gobert into, into the reserves. Like, so, and, and again, it depends how it all breaks down, too, right? So, if you pick East and West starters, which we're all, we're all voting for, right? And then you pick East and West reserves. And then traditionally, the top two vote getters would be the captains, right? Like Steph and LeBron would draft their players, right? Kind of like what we'll get into. So you're looking at the Western reserves only. So like, like come on, Gabe. Like you, you don't think like he won't get snubbed? Like in a sense, because you you still have like if it's front court players only, because he's considered a front court player. So technically, you can have let's say Jokic starts. Mm-hmm. You can have Kawhi. Kawhi would you consider Kawhi an All Star this year? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I guess he's a front yeah, court. Yeah, Paul Jordan probably could start. Because they list him as shooting guard, small forward. So these fucking positions are throwing me off. Well, thinking, and that's that's the thing, man. So it's like it's if so you have annoying. X amount of positions available, 
I mean, D- Zion gets if Zion gets in. I mean, based on name, sure. Yeah, right. Exactly. But yeah. Maybe maybe if they decide on Brandon Ingram. Uh, I mean, okay, yeah, that's so. one guy. That's one guy that probably over Christian Wood that, that I can see probably. That's I the, mean, that's the, that's the, right. should, so. get in, should be the Pelican that gets in. I agree with that for sure. Yes, over Zion. R- yeah, right, right. But Zion, and there's, still Anthony, there's still Anthony Davis, Gabe. There's still Anthony Davis. Uh, if they really wanted to be some like super snub shit, like they could pick Chris Porzingis, <laughs> you know. But I think it ends there. Like to me, those are like the names, and excluding Porzingis. Okay, guys. I think you're looking at that. You're asking for, and don't forget about the guards. No, I get it, but like I said, it's quite. I mean, the obviously it's back court and front court, but Kawhi, he's listed as a shooting guard, small four. He's like a both of them. So what the fuck is he? I, I hate. Well, I mean, they're, they're so putting under front court at NBA.com. So fuck going... knows. Don't I'm just going by stupid. No, I, I get what you're saying. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying in, in general it's dumb. But um, yeah, I mean Rudy Gobert, cool. I'm just, you know, maybe I'm just biased. Fuck the jazz. You know, let's keep it at that. <laughs> yeah, Robbie, I'm All just right, giving props. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> They're boring. Uh, oh, man. You two really are one and the same. Jazz no, haters, do perpetrators. Probably terrible dancers. Oh my god! Why well, have a terrible dancer? Yeah, you guys are. You guys are. You are. Poor Donovan Mitchell. He should start just because of that that comment. Yeah, he's not starting. It's a popularity contest. He's not going to start. So, let's get past that. You a hater? I'm not a hater, man. Whatever. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> All right, it is time to make you guys some money here. This segment here is known as SOP Bets. If you live under a rock like Gabe, you want to know what's going on with the stock market. But we'll give you a little heads up here. Who to put your money on in the NBA. Robbie, Gabe, and I will give you one player we are feeling bullish on. One player who we are feeling bearish on. Just so you know, if you don't understand those terms, you you probably obviously... Are still broke, right, Robbie? Because <laughs> you would have to understand those terms to like make money on the stock market thing. Because I'm, I'm, I'm like very amateur. I'm, I'm, I hear like you're on my level, or maybe. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and act like I didn't have a 35 minute conversation with with Audio Man trying to break this shit down. But quick shout out to Wall Street Bets for fucking over the billionaires. I'm all for it. Power to the people, baby. I think the end is almost near. I was seeing yesterday that GameStop went down considerably. So, uh, but hey, it was fun while it lasted. If it really is ending here. Meme stocks. All facts. Well, um, Gabe, Robbie, we got to figure out here who you guys are feeling bullish on. Um, I like this element of surprise because I hopefully we all pick somebody different whose stock is rising for you robbie well i was gonna go with nicola batum but then he completely Mm. butchered the last like what two seconds of the game he butchered a couple of free throws last night and ruined it for the clippers against the next so i'm gonna move on from him uh my pick is mr zach levine we don't talk enough about this guy because He plays in Chicago and because he's had a history of injuries, but he's definitely someone we should be betting on. 
Let me read you guys his stat line in the month of January. He went 28.3, 5.8, and 5.8. He joins Steph Curry as the only players in NBA history to put up 25, 5, and 5 on 50, 45, and 85% shooting in a month. He is so well-rounded, too, this season. He can shoot beyond the arc, get to the rim. He's athletic. He's showing us that he's more than just an empty stats guy on a bad team. He's the star player on a bad team. Uh, His defense and his turnover rate can definitely improve, but I think he deserves an all-star bid this season. So that's the guy I'm bullish on. Well, that was pretty fire because... That was different. Gabe, do you have anybody different than Zach Levine, by the way? Yeah, I mean, I got an individual from the team, but it's mm-hmm. more than anything, but I'm going to go with Christian Wood. But before I say that, let me just say that the Houston Rockets as a whole, they've been better defensively. You know why? Because James Harden's no, no longer there. <laughs> and what team got worse defensively? <laughs> the Nets. So <laughs> it makes sense, right? <laughs> but um, funny how that works. Yeah, I agree. But I feel like the dynamic of Wall and Cousins and Wood, you know, that's the team you got to look out for. Not now in the immediate, you know, what's happening right now. But give it some time, you know, maybe a year from now. That team will be in the mix. So, but I'm going to go with Christian Wood because I mentioned earlier his numbers are on the rise and the story's great. 23 and 10 and almost two blocks a game. So, I'm going to go with Christian Wood. Okay. That's, that, that's a good pick, though. And, you know, the Rockets, six-game win streak. Yeah, exactly. They're on a six-game win streak, that man. That's That's good. I mean that pushes them currently. They're sitting in the eighth spot as the time we're recording this, so they're they're um, on the rise. Yeah, they 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 certainly are. And um, you know, I noticed by the way, the NBA kind of separated the seventh to ten seed, so you kind of get a mix of who'll be in a playing tournament. So it's pretty cool. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, no one's safe. So basically, <laughs> you want to finish in the sixth seed or higher because that would lock you into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's going to be a fun, really interesting uh, end of season finish. Um, I, I think Robbie did a great job. I that's that's I had Zach Levine. I, I couldn't have said anybody Damn. anybody else. I really couldn't have because it's it's such an incredible jump. And the thing is, you know, Donovan Mitchell is not having a big jump in his season. He's not on the rise. He's he's at where he's at. You know, you look at teams that are thriving and succeeding this season. Jokic, I mean, Nikola Jokic isn't doing anything crazy or surprising or on the rise. That's who he is. John Morant and the Grizzlies, you know, just kind of evaluating. Um, I, I mean, I can give an honorable mention to Chris Boucher, you know, in Toronto. I, I mentioned him last week. Um, but Zach Levine's been the best. And you know what's so interesting is that I was looking at, like, his shooting, Robbie. He's shooting um, 50% from the field. He t- attempts eight three-pointers a game, almost 8.4. So let's just call it, you know, eight and a half, right? And, you know, he's shooting the uh, three ball 41%. So is that is that overall for the entire season? Because in January he was he was shooting forty five percent in January from three. Yeah, no, this is all this is overall okay. season. Okay, so far, yeah. And well, what's really interesting about it is that when he attempts these these three point shots, um, it's he attempts um eighteen field goals a game. So <laughs> you're almost shooting half of your three point shots, and they're they're going in. You know, when it comes down to like your shooting percentage, I'm not saying half your three point shots are going in. What I'm saying is that you know you're shooting a high clip, but you're all of three point shots, but you're also succeeding scoring elsewhere. So you're not just a bad player. So I think that you know you're just not just a player that's just shooting threes and bombing them, you know, out of the blue every now and then. It's no, this guy can obviously have an all around game. 
Um, you know, inside the three point line, he's shooting um 60%, round up 59%. So that's still pretty, pretty good there. I mean, career high 26 points a game. I mean, he's on the rise. He's on the rise. He's been in some trade rumor talks. So I gotta give it to Zach Levine, the the, the biggest um uprise so far this season and, and clearly having a healthier season than he's ever had in a while. Zach Levine, baby. <laughs> All star though, I agree, Robbie. That guy got that. He's got to go to the All Star game. Hands I don't down. think he makes it, but oh, wishful thinking. He's got to go. He's got to go. All right, let's talk bearish. Gabe, we'll let you start first. Who is on the decline? Oh, according to you, this is easy. We might, we should have the same answer. <laughs> it's got to be. It, it's got to be Lonzo Ball. I mean, has to, right? Oh. Has to be. I mean, mm, and it, it's good one. I guess you could liken him to like a Ben Simmons because. When he came into the league, I know he's known as a playmaker, but wasn't he like a decent shooter? I feel like now he's very hesitant to shoot the ball, obviously. It, it feels as if the Pelicans are kind of phasing him out of the offense. And we've mentioned this before on previous podcasts. Brandon Ingram is the playmaker. Zion is, I guess, Batman B or whatever you want to, however you want to switch him around. <laughs> I just feel like Lonzo, and then you got Bledsoe, who's also taking the space back there. They're great defensively in the backcourt, but both of those guys offensively it's like playing five on three but um, i feel like he's just very hesitant he doesn't shoot the ball and he's he's a bad rate at finishing at the rim i don't i don't know what's changed with him but he's definitely on the decline if you don't want to lose no money do not bet on lonzo ball his brother on the other hand you might get away with it but lonzo yeah so he's still he's still going to be a journeyman i mean i hate to say that but it looks obvious that's a good pick how about you robbie you know, obviously Lonzo is the easy pick. Um, I feel like we've shot on him in previous episodes a lot. <laughs> so I'm going to turn yeah. my focus on piling on to another guy who I feel his stock is declining. Kristaps uh, Porzingis. I said this on the mm. Western Conference preview episode and I got some shit for it. I said that the Dallas Mavericks would not win a title with him on their roster, but that I was hoping he would prove me wrong when he came back from injury, whenever that was. Well, he's back from injury, and we haven't seen much yet, okay? He was picked apart possession after possession by the vintage point god the other night. And, you know, maybe he gets it together with more playtime, but as the Mavs continue losing and Luka gets more frustrated, the unicorn stock is only going to keep going down. Let me jump on that real quick. So, for that, I mean, Chris Stapps, right? So, he, he's averaging, what, 32 minutes a game, 18 points a game, and eight rebounds. That's not enough. For, uh, for a guy his size, 18 and eight, no. No, 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 no. Oh, for a guy that's supposed to be the second option. Exactly. No, 18 and eight is not enough. No, I, I agree with that. That's a good pick. Oh man, that's a good pick though. It's really, it really is. It really is. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like it was a little too too early to tell for Chris Das. What is he back into the lineup? Maybe what six games in now? Maybe le- less than ten. Definitely right. Let me see. You got it right here, actually. Um, but yeah, I I still would agree with that though, Robbie. Uh, ironically, because I don't know. I don't know. He yeah, that Mavs team. They lost six games in a row. Come on. I mean, he's, he's obviously been back 10 games now. He's been back 10 games. 10 so games. Okay. Back. He just yeah. hit the 10 game mark. That's what I thought. So, but yeah, I mean, the Mavericks, <laughs> you've been back 10 games and Mavericks lose six. Something's, something's not working. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> something's not working. Um, For 
the guy that I'm feeling bearish on here, um, a little similar of a situation, uh, a little in- injury riddle, not too much. Pascal's Yakum. <laughs> so um, I am. If if we're if you're a Raptor fan listening, I'm sorry. Um, Fred VanVleet torched my Orlando Magic last night, so I'm sorry. But I'm going with Pascal Siakam. Um, you know, I, the consistency. You know, I, I figured that this guy would be at least a 25 and 10 guy, right? He looked like this coming out of the, the year that the Raptors won the championship. Kawhi leaves. You're like, okay, great. This guy, the, the, the door can open up for him. Um, he played in 60 games last year. Little injuries here and there. Didn't look. We talked a lot about his playoff series, right? Pascal Siakam wasn't it. It was OG and Anubi saving the day with that three-point shot. Uh, Kyle Lowry, Van Vliet. Um, this season, he's it's not a dramatic decline though, so that's good for him. And people were fans of Pascal Siakam, Raptor fans. It's not a dramatic decline, but I mean, 19 points a game. You know, he's down about three points a game. Um, he's shooting a three-point ball, 23% from the field. Um, he's played in 18 games. So for the most part, been able to be healthy and being in there, but you don't hear it when people talk about the Raptors, you don't hear them talking about Pascal Siakam anymore. It's Chris Boucher, Kyle Lowry, Van Vliet the other night against the magic. Um, 35.6 uh, minutes per game. That's a lot of minutes a game guys, like in the front of the season to be playing that average 35 minutes a game. And I don't know, not looking like you were in your all-star shape last year. That's, that's gotta be concerning. A little bit there. Um, I mean, the fortunate part for him, I mean, he's still rebounding the ball around the same. Um, his assists uh, this year are up. So, I mean, that's career highs. I, pa- Pascal Siakam, though, I think a little bit of maybe high expectation after Kawhi left. And well, I don't know, man. Pascal Siakam. What's mm-hmm. up, bro? Got that money. <laughs> yeah. Get money. <laughs> yeah. He got, he got the, the GameStop money. He was out. He got the Canadian dollar, and he was out. Well, I'm sure they still get paid an American dollar, but actually, I don't know the answer. The Tampa Bay dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the best, which you know, they're unfortunately the best team is playing in Florida this season. All right, for this segment here, we'll go ahead and announce our 2021 NBA All Star Draft. This will be a snake style draft between myself. Robbie, Gabe, and everyone's free game here. So we'll announce our starters for the East and West. So we'll exclusively pick from the East five guys in a snake-style draft and exclusively pick from the Western Conference five guys from there and pick our starting five. And uh, everyone's fair fair game, right, Robbie, Gabe? Everyone's fair game. We're going to go ahead here and first announce our team names. So let's go ahead and get those popping. Uh, Robbie, we'll let you go first. What's your team name? The Courtside Karen Booty Calls. Mm. Uh, wow. How do you follow with that, Gabe? I got the Steel OGs. It's an 80s term, you know? Steel OGs. Steel OGs. That's what we do. Style. Style, baby. Someone's aura. Yeah. Damn, I mean, you know, I'm just a, I'm just a chef god, goats. Wow. You know, my team's really, guys. This is yeah. the best you guys could come up with. <laughs> I put a lot of I mean, thought you know. and effort into my name. Just kidding. I, I literally saw courtside Karen, and I was like, courtside Karen wants to yeah. get it in with LeBron. LeBron said, ah, ah, ah. Black History Month. I love my black queen, and she was like, Oh no, well fuck you, motherfucker. Blah, blah, blah. So courtside Karen booty yeah. calls. That's how the name came there to life. Is. There it is. Boom. All right. 
Let's go. So, going with the East first, the first guy I'm going to pick is Kevin Durant. It's a good pick. Okay. Very good pick. Because it's Very fucking Kevin Durant. Nice. Yeah, well, I mean, with my second pick, I'm going Jason Tatum. Wow. I, oh, my first pick. Reach. My first pick, I'm going Jason Tatum. Oh, my God. My condolences. Um, my first pick is Giannis. All right, so I got Giannis. Okay, my first pick. My second pick is going to be Joel Embiid. Huh. Wow. Yeah. We were, yeah, we were going to let you have that one. Yeah. Big we're, the big boys. We're just we're just gonna let you have that one. Okay. All right. I, I'm going with James Harden. I gotta take James Harden. All right. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the other J brother, Jalen Brown. I go again. Yep. All right. I'm gonna go Bradley Beal. Okay. All right. I'll take Kyrie Irving. Damn it. Okay. Um, I am going to take Julius Randle. And to go guard next, I'm gonna go with Trey Young. Mm, good pick, good pick. Ooh. All right, let me go ahead and take. I'll take Malcolm Brogdon. All right. Well, I'm also gonna take a pacer. I'm gonna take Demontis Sabonis. I'm just okay. So, are they considering what I'm checking here? Is are they considering Jalen Brown a a backcourt player? Yeah, he's a guard. He's a guard. Okay, so then I Mm -hmm. have. I guess I have my two guards then. So I got to go for another big guy. Uh, Let's see. You know what? I'm gonna go with the Vooch. I'm gonna give the Vooch a shot. Vooch. Depot. All right. Well, that completes Oach. my East team. Yeah, man. Wow. Um, I really don't have a big man. So, with that being said, bam, 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 bam. Let me get you, bro. Word, word. All right. My guard is going to be Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Recap. Okay. So, my team, my all-star East starters are Kevin Durant, Jalen Brown, Bradley Beal, DeMontis Sabonis, and the Vooch. Nice. All right. Well, I got Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Jason Tatum, Malcolm Brogdon, and Bam Adebayo. And I got Trey Young, Russell Westbrook, Julius Randle, Giannis, and Joel Embiid. The team fires. Go up all y'all asses. All right. Next, we'll pick our Western Conference starters here. And Gabe, you get to go first this round. I'll go second. Robbie goes third. Who's your first pick for your Western Conference starters? Super obvious. Luca, the God, Doncic. I'm going my man, Steph Curry, this year. Got to get him up there. Steph Curry. I am all about the big men. Nikola Jokic, come to mama. All right, pick again. And then I'm going to go with, I'm surprised nobody picked the king, LeBron James. Yeah, me too. That was shocking, actually. I don't know if you guys saw, but Nikola Jokic was saying that like him and LeBron are very similar in the, their playing styles and everything. Obviously, he was joking, but you know, I thought it was funny. Right. He said LeBron can't deputize him. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go with a front court player here. Uh, I'm going to pick my man, Paul George. I believe in Paul this year. Let's go, Paul okay. George. I'm going to stay with the guards. I'm going to go with Dame Time. 
Damn. Killer. And uh, now I'm going to go as my big. I am going to go with... I'm going to go front court. I'm going to go Kawhi Leonard since he's a front court player. Okay, okay. That's what's up. All right, I'll go ahead and take Donovan Mitchell. Uh, hmm. <laughs> well, I'm going to pick the guy that everybody's been high on and who we would think is the biggest snub because he's not a snub in my heart, Christian Wood. Nice. Nice! Well, I'm going to go Devin Booker. I got, uh, I'll go with De'Aaron Fox. I like that. I'm going to go big. I'm going Anthony Davis. And I am also going to go... Mm, Zion Williamson. DeAndre Ayton. All right. Well, for my last pick, I'm going to go with another young guy, underrated. Shea Gilgis! Alexander, come to mama. I thought she said Shaquille on him. I'm like, what? Okay, SGA, my guy. Team courtside, Karen's booty calls, West, All-Stars, starters, Nikola Jokic, LeBron James, Christian Wood, Devin Booker, Shea Gilgis, Alexander. Noice. Steel OG. Steel OG. What you looking for We got Dame Time, Luca the God, Anthony Davis, Zion Williamson and the Claw Kawhi Leonard. Nice. And the Chef God Goats, we have Steph Curry, Donovan Mitchell, Darren Fox, Paul George, and DeAndre Ayton. Let's go, baby. It's a good solid oh, lineup oh, right oh, there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <Okay>. Who, <laughs> who's, who's teams, who out of all these starters, which team do you guys think will have someone that will break protocol first if they were to play the all-star game in atlanta mm, i mean my, my, uh east and west it doesn't matter west? you can do both I mean, combined it's gotta be james harden <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I've, got james, I've got james harden and Kyrie irving so you've got a good picker chevy don't you <laughs> yeah looks like my team might be in quarantine all right that wraps our show up here for you guys today once again you're listening to the shoot or pass podcast on behalf of baseline times you guys can find this at baseline times on instagram and twitter you can find me at baseline chevy on twitter as well if you're subscribing to this podcast please do so on apple podcast spotify stitcher also, we're on Google Podcasts, right, Gabe? You know, I'm not really a big Android fan. But, yeah, we're on Google Podcasts, I guess, just for Gabe. Um, <laughs> and also, if you guys are listening from India on the Ghana and the Giles Seven app, please subscribe. Listen to us next week. Shout out to you guys, all of our overseas listeners here. And we have the time for shout outs here. Robbie, Gabe, any shout outs? Um, I guess shout out to myself because it's like National Sports Women in Sports Day or something. Okay, nice. Word, word, word. Is Thanks, that right? Robbie, for Is taking my shout out. <laughs> yeah, you took my shout out, Robbie. 
<laughs> I'm not good at accepting compliments, no. so I just sidetracked your shit. That's cool, you know. No, but that's a good one. That's a good shout out to yourself. Absolutely. You should be proud of that. Also, because I literally had, like, no sh- Like, I I couldn't think of any on my own. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, hijack Chevy. Boom, there you go. Well, I was here for you. But for Gabe, I don't know what I would shout out for Gabe. Gabe, <laughs> you have a shout out? Uh, um... He doesn't. See? <laughs> See? Just congratulate me. Hello. I want to I congratulate Robbie for putting together these topics under dire stress of this NBA season because Facts. it's been pretty bad and she's been very creative and coming up with great content for us to argue. So shout out to Robbie. It's a team effort, everybody. It's a team effort. Gabe has been watching every single NBA game. Oh, for sure. Chevy has been watching every single NBA game. <laughs> we all work together to make this happen. We do not spend the first 10 minutes of our recording session talking shit about football. <laughs> we have to get it out somehow. I mean, it's not like I talk to Gabe every day. Yeah, yeah for sure. No, um, I definitely want to shout out to... I was going to shout out to you, Robbie, before. And just to correct it, it's National Girls and Women in Sports Day. So shout out to you. Thank you. For that. So that's the correct the correct title. Um, I mean, I have a real shout out this week, actually, um, to some friends. I was on their podcast this past weekend. They do a pop culture. They talk about movies. They talk a lot of shit. Um, they're, they're very open-ended podcasts. Uh, they could offend some people. There's nothing crazy. Um, just they're very just blunt, honest, honest guys. But um, yeah, shout out to my uh, friends Chris and John. I was on their podcast called Friends with Boredom. Um, you guys can find them at Twitter. Uh, so it's friend at, at underscore sorry at friends underscore Boredom. Um, there's their Twitter handle and listen to the episode I was on. We just kind of topped it up. We talked about um, top five rappers of ATL. So we, we talked about that yeah. and also um, we talked about one of the uh, only successful Trinidadian. Um, NBA players being Jamal McClure. So if you want to hear a boring conversation about centers in 2004, <laughs> we had a segment about that for about 10 minutes. But yeah, shout out to those guys, man. Appreciate uh, I was being invited to my good friend's podcast. And um, I'm excited for Sunday, guys. That's all I got to say. What else is there? Hopefully I'll come back next week a super happy camper. I am. Hopefully there'll be a trophy staying in Tampa after Sunday. So. That is it, um, Gabe. Do the honors. Word.